Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long, with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. Happy Tuesday. No, Wednesday. My goodness, it's Wednesday. My goodness, it's Wednesday, bro. That means that means tomorrow is football, Thursday night football. I know I'm excited. I, man, there's something about football season that is just so, so wonderful. I, I hope your teams are doing well. We're two weeks in. There's been some weird things that have happened over the past two weeks. I mean, it seems like some players are going crazy. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Hurts, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Absolutely remarkable starts to the season, dropping 40, 50 points. And then so many players are just killing you. I mean, man, there's so many players that have just been so disappointing so far. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Travis Etienne. What do we do with these players that have been killing us? Well, I'm glad you asked because this podcast episode just so happens to be called the Panicometer. Panicometer, the Panicometer. The panic meter, panicometer. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Anyways, basically, I've got a meter, very scientific, very exact. A lot of the best engineers and statisticians and engineer people, smart people, have been working on the panicometer, panicometer, panicometer. I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to pronounce panicometer. There we go. They've been working on it for. Hours. I mean, dozens of hours. It's pretty remarkable. But we're going to go over some players and talk about where is the panicometer on them? What level of panic are we on some players? The players we're going to be talking about, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Kyle Pitts, Najee Harris, and Travis Etienne. Those are the five players that I highlighted. Hey, we need to talk. Where are we? How panicked are we? A little panicked? Very panicked? Not really panicked? So yeah, but without further ado... The panicometer for Derrick Henry. Where is the panicometer for Derrick Henry? I will admit it's uh it, it's it's a little high, everyone. So Derrick Henry, all the stats I'm talking about, they are coming from either player profiler or fantasydata.com or PFF. So decent sources. It's not just me making stuff up. So 34 carries through two games. One of those games. Ended very early, as we know. I mean, they pulled starters pretty early on on Monday night. So the volume isn't terrible. 21 rush attempts week one and then 13 and a half a game. That's that's not terrible volume. But the production has not been there. He's only at .48 fantasy points per carry, which ranks 56th amongst the running back position. That is bad, folks. That is bad production from Derrick Henry himself. In my my opinion, the problem is the offense. So we all know the Titans work on this play-action offense where they get A.J. Brown going, they get Derrick Henry going, and this allows the field to open up and allows Derrick Henry to kind of get this ground-and-pound steam rolling by the third, fourth quarter, defense is worn down, but it really hinges on there being some threat of the passing attack and Tannehill being able to keep drives alive, which right now he's not doing. So, the question you have to answer when you're evaluating Derrick Henry 
is do you believe in Traylon Burks? I think that's the, the question. We know what Tannehill is. We know what Henry is. The wild card is Traylon Burks. They lost A.J. Brown. They drafted Traylon Burks to replace him. If Traylon Burks becomes a good, solid wide receiver, one who's consistent, then this makes the offense no longer one-dimensional. They can run that play-action offense that they like doing. Tannehill can sustain drives. That is if Henry, if, if Traylon Burks becomes a good wide receiver one. If that's the case, Henry is a fantastic buy low. However, if Traylon Burks does not evolve into a good wide receiver one, then I don't think there's a ton of hope for Derrick Henry. If you don't believe in Traylon Burks, then I'm avoiding Derrick Henry. It's pretty simple. So if you believe in Traylon Burks, go buy low on Derrick Henry, and vice versa. If you really believe that Derrick Henry is going to get things going and be himself, then you need to be buying Traylon Burks anywhere you can because the offense kind of hinges on him breaking out. So the panicometer, it is at a six for Derrick Henry. I'm panicked. Not, nope, there is light at the tunnel. There's a way for it to get better. But I am panicked. The next player that we have run through the panicometer we've been working on is Delvin Cook, another running back. Yeah, the running backs are a little worrisome so far. I'm not even going to get into Zeke because I think we know the answer on Zeke. Uh, <laughs> but Delvin Cook, 69.8% snap share. That's pretty good. Eighth in weighted opportunity per game. Sixth in running back targets. The usage is pretty good. The usage is pretty good, and and it was down on uh, Monday night, but that game was such a blowout that they really couldn't run the ball. They were playing from behind literally the whole game. So the usage is not something that I'm particularly worried about. All right? What we have to see is a normal game from the Vikings because we've seen two games and two very opposite ends of the spectrum. Justin Jefferson dominating everything going through the pass game, and then the Vikings flopping Kirk on primetime, nothing going. That's all we've seen. We need a normal week from the Vikings before I would get really worried about Dalvin Cook. I mean, week one when the offense was doing well, Dalvin Cook ran the ball well, 4.5 a carry, five targets. He just didn't find the end zone. Really, if you if he found the end zone, you wouldn't be concerned at all. And I'm just saying we've had one game where the Justin Jefferson's show and the offense was on fire in one game with no offensive output. We need some normal games. We need more sample size. You can't panic yet on Dalvin Cook because he's only seen two what I would consider out, outlier games for what the Vikings will probably have this season. So some worries are, are the t- lack of tackle breaking. I, I haven't been impressed watching Dalvin Cook really. But overall, I know that he has proven time and time again that he is a good running back. That's not really a question. Uh, and I think if he's getting this this amount of opportunity, I think that the, the points will come. I'm not really concerned on Dalvin Cook. So, panicometer is at a four. There's cause for concern, but eh, I'm not concerned. I'm buying low on Dalvin Cook. The next player we've got is Kyle Pitts. A lot of people are very scared of Kyle Pitts right now. 
he's been everywhere on TikTok. People talking about what is going on, and then that Arthur Smith quote came out where he said, "Why are why aren't you getting your your first round tight end who was this record breaker last year? Why aren't you throwing him the ball? I mean, he has he has two receptions, and he said we're not playing fantasy football. We're playing a win football, we're playing a win real NFL." To which people said, "Yeah, but you, you haven't won." So, uh, anyways, sixteenth in route participation. That's insane. That's at the tight end position. He's ranked sixteenth in route participation. This is a guy who broke records last year, possibly the best tight end prospect we've ever seen, and he's sixteenth in tight end route participation. That is stupid. It's stupid. Okay, but when the ball is thrown to him, is stuff we want to see. A dot average depth of target is 11.8 yards, which is second for all tight ends. He already has two deep targets, which considering the lack of targets, two deep targets for a tight end, that's good. That's what we want to see. But what is the main issue is that he's lining up as a blocker half the time. And, well, Marcus Mariota isn't a great quarterback. Let's say they get him running routes all the time. But let's say they get him out there running routes all the time. No longer blocking at all. So far through the season, only 50% of his targets have been catchable. (laughs) Player profile ranked him 33rd in terms of quality targets. His 88 unrealized yards. Meaning when the ball has been thrown to Kyle Pitts, it's in situations we want. It's down the field. But the passes themselves are pretty bad. So... Kyle Pitch's success leans on Arthur Smith deciding to use him as a wide receiver more and then Mariota not sucking. Needless to say, the panic meter is at an eight. (laughs) Things will get better for Kyle Pitts. They will. He'll he'll have more than two for 19. I, I believe that fully. But 30 points, 25 points, what people were really hoping for when they grabbed Kyle Pitts really early in their draft. I don't really see that happening this year in this offense with this quarterback. I just don't. I think the expectations for Kyle Pitts were a little bit unrealistic. The next player that has been run through the panicometer is Najee Harris. A lot of people are concerned. I own Najee Harris in the league, even though I was trying to avoid him because I was out on him. And I will say I'm concerned. 2.9 yards a carry. 34th is his rank in fantasy points per opportunity. This isn't good. But Najee isn't really the problem. Through two weeks, he has 17 evaded tackles, which ranks fourth in the NFL. And he ranks fifth in evaded tackles per touch and juke rate. The problem is the offensive line and Mitch Trubisky. He's facing a stacked box 28% of the time. And his run-blocking rating, it ranks at the very bottom of the league, meaning the offensive line is not giving him good good opportunities. He has the sixth-highest opportunity share, yet the volume isn't great. This means he's getting more, more, more opportunity like percentage of the runs than pretty much any other running back, but the volume is still down. How can this be? Because the offense can't move the ball, and there just aren't that many plays for the Steelers. They currently rank 26th in offensive plays per game. Per reference, last year, they ranked 9th. So it's a big downgrade going from Ben Roethlisberger to Mitch Trubisky so far. And this offensive line, I was told all offseason it was better. I said I don't believe that. 
And here we are. Najee Harris. The panic meter, panicometer, is at a level eight. All right. All right. Do it. Do all you want with that. Uh, but I'm not high on Najee Harris right now. The next guy is someone you all want to hear me talk about because every time I talk about him, uh, you 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 come at me in the comments. So I'll give you some little more fuel for the file fire. Uh, Travis Etienne, where does he rank on the panicometer? Right now, Travis Etienne is fourth in yards per touch, seventh in yards created per touch. He has a forty-seven route percent route participation, eighty percent last week. The problem is he's not touching the ball very much. Only nine times is his weighted opportunities per games. Now, the guy standing between him and more opportunity is James Robinson. As good as James Robinson has been in fantasy football and as remarkable as his recovery from this Achilles injury is, James Robinson is 43rd in yards per touch and 47th in yards created per touch. ETN averages 2.63 more yards created per touch than James Robinson. This is a fact. Travis Etienne is a more explosive player than James Robinson. Fact. Travis Etienne is a more dynamic player than James Robinson. Fact. James Robinson is better at a ground and pound run style. Fact. So what is the main problem right now with Travis Etienne? He's good. He's explosive. Why isn't he getting the ball? Because the Jaguars currently have the sixth most positive game script percentage in the NFL. That is something I did not see coming at all. In positive game scripts, it's going to be James Robinson. He will be the guy. He's experienced and he's pretty good. And at that style running out the clock, that's where James Robinson thrives. However, Here's the light at the end of the tunnel for Travis Etienne. I do think that the game scripts will get worse for the Jaguars. And when that happens, I think Etienne will see a lot more involvement, given how explosive and how dynamic he is. The next two opponents for the Jaguars are the Chargers and the Philadelphia Eagles, two offenses that are red hot on fire. So, let's see how things go when the game script is negative. The next two weeks are absolutely crucial for Travis Etienne to carve out a bigger role in this offense. Negative game scripts is where Travis Etienne should thrive. If he thrives, if he makes the most of those opportunities, I think I'm all in on him rest of the season as a great RB2, possibly RB1 upside if something happens to James Robinson. All right? If he doesn't make the most of these opportunities, if these game scripts aren't negative, for some reason Jaguars are a lot better than we expected, then the panicometer is at a nine, honestly. But right now, the panicometer for Travis Etienne is only at a five. It's only at a five because we've identified what's going wrong. And I think it's something that will change. Also, that's the last of the panicometers. Those are the players I ran through the system. Uh, but I want to remind you all to buy low on, on Chris Olave. He currently leads the league in air yards and deep targets. He's seeing 38% of the team's air yard attempts. 38% as a rookie. Ridiculous. Remarkable. Uh, the passes have been crap so far. 
But the opportunity for a rookie is insane. Uh, so go buy low on Alave. Seeing that much volume, that big of a percentage of the air yards, go buy low on Alave because he will start producing at some point this season. Might be week eight. Might be week seven. I don't know exactly when. But when you're seeing that much opportunity this early as a rookie, that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. So go buy low on Chris Alave. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Profit Podcast. As always, this episode was brought to you by Price Picks. The new giveaway item is a DeAndre Swift autographed mini helmet. It will be shipped here in a couple of days. So I'll start promoting that. If you want to enter to win that giveaway, download Price Picks using that promo code PROFIT and make your initial deposit today. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next time.